perception of history or science. Over the years, scientists have found many things preserved in ice in the frozen tundras of the world. Many of them are woolly creatures, but some others are truly bizarre and boggle the mind. There are some mysterious, creepy, and even incredible things to be found trapped in ice, and because of global warming, we are rediscovering a lot of them. Welcome to another episode of Forever Green. Today, we're going to look at the 10 most mysterious, bizarre, and creepiest things found trapped in ice. And make sure you stick around for number one to see the most mysterious 100 million year old mountain range. Number 10, Mammoth Brains. Yep, we're coming in strong, right at number 10. One of the weirder things discovered in ice is the brains of a woolly mammoth. The mummified carcass of a 39,000 year old woolly mammoth was found in 2010 in Russia and included a well-preserved brain. This is one of the only species of mammoth found so well-preserved. The mummy mammoth was put into ice storage 93 miles away from the site, but it has moved around quite a bit since then. It is now on display in Moscow. Latest studies show the mammoth was only a child, about 6 to 9 years old. This short life cycle is probably why they found it in the first place. It likely fell to its death immediately. They were able to find the cerebellum, located at the back of the brain, and even see the white and gray matter of the cerebellum. The forebrain was in relatively poor condition. When they drilled into the animal's skull, they saw that there were still remains of soft tissue. While this is the first intact mammoth brain, it definitely isn't the first Ice Age mammal to be uncovered. Two female woolly mammoths were uncovered in 2007 and 2009. Comparing the two, scientists found differences in their skeletal structure, which can mean evolutionary change. Number 9. The Otzi Man The Otzi Man, also called the Ice Man, is said to be one of the most famous humans to have been found in ice. He is about 5,300 years old, and interestingly, a genetic ancestor to many people in Austria. This well-preserved body was recovered from the Otzal Alps, between Austria and Italy, hence his name. He is Europe's oldest known natural human mummy, and has offered an insight into the Copper Age. Here's something cool. Scientists have also found a total of 61 tattoos on his body. That's right. This is probably the earliest evidence we have of tattoos. At first, scientists believed it had a spiritual meaning or cultural value, but they later found it had a medical purpose. We have told you some pretty amazing facts, but some less amazing facts are that the Otzi man had acquired a number of diseases, parasitic worms, and had hardened arteries. Among everything he suffered from, the most painful were gallbladder stones, osteochondrosis, and a joint disorder, and 60 of his tattoos mark the areas where he had the most amount of physical deterioration. It's a rare insight into understanding the reasons for tattooing in the Copper Age. He also had an arrow in his shoulder when found, and it seems he died from a blow to the skull. Hmm, I wonder who he pissed off. Number 8. Bloody Falls Suffice to say, we have no idea what's going on in Antarctica. We hear of some expeditions, some labs set up, researchers talk about it, but quite honestly, there's a lot we don't know about an entire continent sitting in the South Pole. One of the weird things in this place is the blood-red stream that flows from the Blood Falls Glacier. No, it's not really blood, it's just iron-rich water. It's the same element that gives Mars its red color. Located in Antarctica's McMurdo Dry Valleys, the falls pour from Taylor Glacier. The liquid bubbles up from fissures in the glacier's surface. Scientists were unsure of where the iron came from for a long time. But imaging from underneath the glacier revealed a complex network of subglacial rivers and a lake filled with brine high in iron. 
This makeup also explains why the water doesn't freeze but flows. It looks demonic, but in actuality, it's just a result of geology, oceanography, and good old glaciology. Number 7. Children of Lulialaco. Yeah, this one isn't interesting as much as it is disturbing. In 1999, three mummies were found in the summit of Lulialaco, a stratovolcano on the Argentina-Chile border. One is the body of a teenage girl, and the other two are children, believed to be around ages 6 and 7. The children were sacrificed in an Inca religious ceremony, which is believed to have taken place in the year 1500. These children, called children of Luliaco, could have been chosen for sacrifice based on their beauty, or if their parents had offered them up. It was usually done to ensure a rich harvest. Under biochemical analysis, the teenager's hair yielded a record of what she ate and drank in the last two years of her life. It seems these children were selected a year before their sacrifice. Their hair showed traces of coca and alcohol, most likely given to induce altered states associated with the sacred. It probably worked on a practical level too, to sedate the young children before placing them five feet underground and leaving them to die. The freezing temperatures and dry air is likely what helped preserve their bodies so well. That's pretty grim. You know what? Let's look at something cool now. Number 6. A 25-million-year-old lake with life. In 2012, Russian scientists drilled into more than two miles of ice in the frozen landscape of Antarctica, and they found a lake. Lake Vostok is the continent's biggest subglacial lake. And yes, we know it sounds like something that shouldn't exist. How did it not freeze over? What's weirder is that the scientists found alien life, or at least something like it. They found bacteria completely unlike the kind we're familiar with. But some have said it's because the drilling fluid tainted the specimens. The same team went back in 2015 to drill again. And the scientific world still wasn't convinced there was anything odd about the bacteria. What do they want for proof? A plague? They found another mysterious bacteria and still weren't done. I guess they really did want a plague. So, they went back in 2016. They found another lake buried under the Antarctic ice sheet. Similarly, isolated like the Lake Vostok, and with potential to harbor life. Yeah, nothing good can come from this. Let's keep those things buried in ice. Hey you, yeah, I'm talking to you. Check this out. Ah, <laughs> I got you. Want to do all of what I'm about to show you? Just click the button. Now let's get into the action. Don't worry, I've got a plan. Or three. One down, two to go. And that's that. I make it look easy. I know. Let's get as good as me. You need to study the art of winning. Well, what are you waiting for? Take the shot. World of Tanks. Play for free. Number 5. Siberian Ice Maiden. Also called the Princess of Ukok, the Siberian Ice Maiden is a mummy of a woman from the 5th century BC who was discovered in 1993 on the Ukok Plateau, close to the border of China. 
the locals called the area second layer of heaven. The maiden was representative of the Pazir culture, which thrived between the 6th and 2nd centuries BC. The remains were found undisturbed in a subterranean burial chamber, and she was moved to a museum shortly after. After some studies, researchers have said she was 20 to 30 years old when she died, and have suggested breast cancer combined with injuries from a fall as likely reasons for her death. But here's something interesting. They found tattoos on her too. The princess had tattoos covering her arms, representing mythological animals like deer and panthers. They found the remains of two warriors not far from her, and they too had matching symbols. It is possible that these tattoos are a sign of status, not just in our world, but in the afterworld too. Number four, frozen ice age puppies. Hunters searching for mammoth tusks were drawn to the riverbank when they saw an Ice Age puppy snout poking out from under the permafrost. Its skin, fur, and internal organs were all intact, so it was taken and kept preserved in Russia's northeast region of Yakutusha. This find helped scientists understand and reshape their idea of Ice Age canines and the origin of domesticated dogs. Scientists dated the animal to be around 12,460 years old, and preliminary studies hinted that these puppies had been butchered and burnt, which could point to human intervention. In one of the puppies' stomach, they found twigs and grass, so they probably weren't strictly carnivores, or they started eating grass when they began to starve. Of course, there's a lot left to uncover about these pups, but finding something as rare and delicate as Ice Age pups is an achievement in itself. Number three, frozen bear and cub. Scientists in Russia found this 39,000 year old cave bear and its cub in a wall of ice, perfectly preserved. Up until now, only bones of cave bears were ever found. The permafrost is said to have kept their tissue soft and intact through the years. And scientists are optimistic about finding the DNA of the extinct animal. Could it be a contender for de-extinction? We don't know yet. Cave bears were a prehistoric species commonly found in Eurasia about 300,000 to 15,000 years ago. Finding a whole bear carcass so well preserved with all the internal organs in place is definitely a stroke of luck. Now, before we take a look at number two, let's check out today's subscriber pick. If you find a mysterious photo online and want us to look into it, Send it over and we'll investigate. Today's photo was sent in by a subscriber. Seems like a gigantic ape. We scoured the internet for news reports on a finding similar to this. But the largest animals trapped in ice uncovered by scientists is a mammoth. And that definitely isn't one. Sorry buddy, that photo isn't real. And oh, the mammoth isn't actually the largest thing ever uncovered. No, the largest thing ever uncovered was... Number 2. A 10,000-foot mountain range. Antarctica might have seemed pretty boring. Probably only up until you heard about the Blood Falls. Still, the ice sheets that cover much of the land make the place look cold and flat. But buried beneath a mile of ice is an entire 100-million-year-old mountain range. In the early 2000s, researchers spent time flying over the range covering around 74,000 miles with a ground-penetrating radar to collect data and map the mountains. They say the range looks like the Alps, 
It might be made of a billion-year-old rock that lifted into peaks between 250 and 100 million years ago. To put that in perspective, that's when dinosaurs were still roaming the planet. Given its age, it should resemble the Appalachians because of erosion. But these look as young as ever. Its erosion stopped once the ice sheets in the continent got large enough. No one has yet laid eyes on the mountain. The deep valleys and steep ridges are still very much covered by ice. But should Antarctica ever melt, the Gambertid Mountains, as they were named, will be the highest peaks in the continent. Before we check out the most interesting thing ever found trapped in ice, we want to issue you a challenge. In the next five seconds, subscribe to the Forever Green channel and click the bell icon to be notified every time we upload a new video, and you'll instantly get that phone call you've been waiting for. You know the one. Go on. It works. Join War Thunder now. Play with millions of players in the most... Alright, let's look at number one. From abandoned man-made mines to natural sinkholes and underwater pits, we reveal the deepest, most dangerous holes on the planet that will make you think twice before taking that stroll, as they have swallowed machines, animals, and people. Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Forever Green. In this video, we explore the 10 most dangerous holes on planet Earth, and you should stick around for number one as some of these Earth's deepest places have stories as dark as their depths. Number 10, Blue Hole, Red Sea. Also known as the Diver Cemetery, the Blue Hole is located in Dahab, Egypt, with a depth of 328 feet. While diving in the Blue Hole might not be dangerous itself, this underwater sinkhole has a unique feature which makes it incredibly lethal. At around 181 feet down, there's a rock tunnel known as the Arch that connects the hole with the Red Sea. Because the water is so clear, light at the end of the tunnel makes the Arch look a lot shorter than it really is, when in reality, the tunnel is 85 feet long. This length, together with a current that constantly flows into the blue hole from the Red Sea, slows the progress down. These factors make it so deadly for even the most experienced divers who attempt it thinking it will be easy, unknown to them, for its deceptive length and current. The Blue Hole is associated with a death toll of between 130 to 200. A famous death here was 22-year-old Yuri Lipskis, who took a video camera with him descending uncontrollably to the bottom. Yuri, as seen in the footage, panics and tries to fill a buoyancy compensator. But he's too deep, and the pressure stops him from rising off the bottom. His remains were collected the next day by deep water diving specialist, Terrico Mar. Number 9. Door to Hell, Gates of Hell. The Door to Hell in Derbez, Turkmenistan 
is a Soviet experiment that turned out to be bare unintended consequences. In 1971, scientists initially wanted to use the remote desert site to drill for natural gas. The ground beneath, however, collapsed as the drilling rig hit a natural cavern filled with gas, and they had to stop the drilling. The hole is approximately 230 feet wide and 65.5 feet deep. Fearing the spread of poisonous gases into the surrounding towns, geologists intentionally lit the natural methane gas by tossing a grenade in the hole. Anticipating that it'd burn off within a week, that was more than four decades ago, and it has, however, been burning continuously ever since. Its glowing is... Visible from Derwees each night. Fittingly, the name Derwees means gate in the Turkmen language. So locals have dubbed the burning hole the gate to hell and is actively being encouraged as a tourist attraction site by the Turkmen government. At night, camel spiders attracted to its light and warmth fall to their deaths in this pit's fiery bowels. And if you think this place is not dangerous, then number one will have you ossified. Number eight, the Kola Super Deep Borehole. The project to drill into the Earth's surface began near Murmansk in Perchensky District, Russia, in the 1970s, when Soviet scientists wanted to learn more about the Earth's crust. Over two decades, they managed to dig more than 39,600 feet, seven and a half miles, into the Earth so deep that if Mount Everest was placed in the hole, its peak would still be underwater by more than 10,560 feet, two miles. The Kola borehole is also further down than the wreck of the Titanic, which is 12,500 feet down into the ocean. However, in 1992, they had to stop drilling because the temperature was around 180 degrees Celsius, which was far much hotter than the scientists had projected it would be. All this drilling wasn't for nothing, though, as some scientific discoveries were made. The researchers found out that there is water at 12 kilometers into the Earth's crust. Additionally, they found 24 new types of long-dead single-celled organisms and gained access to rocks that were 2.7 billion years old. Hidden underneath this rusty lid is the Kola Super Deep Borehole. If you fell down the hole, it would take around 4 minutes to reach the bottom. Locals in the area say that the hole is so deep, you can hear the screams of people being tortured in hell. Hence its nickname, The Well to Hell. Before we move on to our next most dangerous hole, give us a like, smash that subscribe button, and turn on notifications and you'll win 10 years of incredible luck. Number 7. The Devil's Sinkhole The Devil's Sinkhole in Texas, USA, commonly known as the Satanic Sinkhole, is a huge vertical cavern that reaches 400 feet down from a 50-foot opening carved from water erosion over thousands of years. The Devil's Sinkhole's precise history is still unknown to scientists. However, artifacts found inside the cave date from 400 to 2500 BC. Among the artifacts are arrowheads and burnt rocks suggesting that the hole might have been used as a Native American burial site. Three people are known to have died by falling into the sinkhole in modern times, with the most recent in 1972, which led to the area being transferred to the state of Texas in 1985 and opened to the public in 1992. Today, access to the area is only available through advanced reservations. Do you suffer from coroptophobia? then this is definitely not the tourist destination point for you, as the sinkhole is home to more than 3 million Mexican free-tailed bats that, terrifyingly, emerge screeching from the depths 
at sunset during April through October. Wow. That's connected. Sell online and grow your business with Wix e-commerce. Create a beautiful storefront for your brand by customizing product pages, galleries, cart, plot generating, dots connecting. Then let shoppers pay however they like. You know I never hated You know what? We go made it. If you think automated. Fulfill orders and manage inventory from a single dashboard for all sales channels. Make insightful business decisions based on detailed traffic, sales, and revenue reports. Run high-performing marketing campaigns with built-in Facebook and Instagram ads that reach the right shoppers. Go to Wix e-commerce and create your online store today. Number six, Dean's Blue Hole. Dean's Blue Hole, popularly known as the Deadly Diving Hotspot, located in Long Island, Bahamas, is one of the deepest underwater sinkholes on Earth at 663 feet deep, taking its name from a local Bahamian family. At the surface, the Dean's Blue Hole has a diameter of 115 feet, but after descending 66 feet under, the hole widens considerably into a cavern with a diameter of 330 feet. Formed over 15,000 years ago, Dean's Blue Hole is thought to be the result of a sinkhole formed by rainwater soaking through cracks in limestone bedrock when sea levels were lower. The hole is visible above water because of the deep blue hue of its water, compared to the light blue around it. It's home to all sorts of marine life, including tropical fish, turtles, and seahorses. Since April 2008, it has been the site of the Vertical Blue Free Diving Competition. Legend says that the hole was dug by the devil himself, and that he's still there, driving those that dare to swim there to their deaths. In 2013, Nicholas Mavoli died shortly after surfacing from diving into Dean's Blue Hole from a pulmonary edema, excess fluid in the lungs, the first death in an international free diving competition. In 2008, three women drowned when one fell into the hole, and the other two were trying to save her. The youngest victim was just 14. Cops arrived at the scene to find the three women's bodies floating by the shoreline after the horrific accident. Number 5. Kimberley Mine The Kimberley Diamond Mine in South Africa, also known as the Big Hole, is claimed to be the deepest hand-dug hole anywhere in the world. At over 700 feet, the Big Hole was excavated by 50,000 diamond miners with shovels and pickaxes between 1871 and 1914. It is so large that it is visible from space. However, the operation didn't come without tragedy as between 1897 and 1899, 7,853 patients were admitted to Kimberley Hospital following accidents on site. At least 1,114 died, mostly from tuberculosis and other sicknesses caused by the horrendous conditions the miners lived and worked in. Legend has it that if you listen carefully while standing at the opening, you could still hear the cries of the miners long gone. 
after mining stopped, the hole became the most visited tourist attraction in the area, and today, it has a museum just next door. Number 4. Berkeley Pit The Berkeley Pit in Montana, USA, is a 1,780-foot deep abandoned copper mine, and now one of the only places in the world where you can pay to see toxic waste. It was closed in 1982, and has slowly been filling with water ever since. And because the rocks in the mine contain heavy metals and chemicals, like sulfuric acid, the site now holds back more than 6.5 trillion gallons of toxic acidic copper-colored water. In 2016, a large flock of several thousand snow geese landed in the pool pit to avoid a snowstorm. Worried officials tried to scare the birds out of the water and stop more landing, but eventually around 4,000 of the geese were killed by being exposed to chemicals in the water. Would you visit this toxic copper-colored lake? Leave a like and let me know in the comments below. Number 3. Glory Hole The Glory Hole is a spillway of the Monticello Dam, USA. The Monticello Dam was completed in 1957. Its function is to keep people safe by making sure water levels in Lake Berryessa don't overwhelm the dam and cause floods. Rather than spilling over the edge of the dam when the water grows higher, it is funneled into a spillway. The Glory Hole, which is 72 feet wide and 700 feet deep, it can hold a maximum of 362,000 gallons of water per second, and water only spills out into the glory hole when it reaches 15.5 feet above the level of the funnel. And the last time this happened was in May 2006. For Emily Schwalek, the 72 feet wide drain was a deadly trap as the 41-year-old was swimming in the lake in 1997 when she found herself being pulled towards the spillway after she had crossed the buoy line designed to keep bathers out of harm's way. Number 2. Sean Bori Built between 800 and 900 AD, Sean Bori in Abaneri, India, is one of the biggest step wells in the world, with a depth of 100 feet. It was made to keep rainwater from the monsoon season for use at drier times of the year. Three sides of the well have 3,500 steps that drop 100 feet down, while the fourth side houses a temple to the Hindu god, Harshatmata, the goddess of happiness. Because of deadly accidents in the past, one now needs special permission to go down into the bottom of the monster well. Local legend even claims that the well was dug in a single night by ghosts. But film buffs will better recognize it as Batman's prison in the setting of Dark Knight Rises, as well as the scene for setting of the fall. It's now time for today's subscriber pick. Today's photo was sent to us by a subscriber wondering about this gigantic monstrous shark that appears to be emerging from an underwater sinkhole. If you come across a mysterious photo online and want us to look into it, just send it over and we may even feature it on a future video. Now, we looked into this picture and are excited to reveal to you that it is indeed the most dangerous shark in the world, the bull shark. Bull sharks are responsible for more documented attacks on people than any other species of shark. The famous blockbuster movie Jaws was actually inspired by a true story where several people were killed by one or more bull sharks. So, be on the lookout when swimming out in the ocean. Nonetheless, there is a sinkhole that comes very close to looking like the one in this picture. And that's number one, Great Blue Hole. 60 miles off the coast of Belize is the Great Blue Hole, one of the largest sea holes in the world. Also known as the Deep Blue Grave, the gigantic pit is almost 1,000 feet wide and over 400 feet deep and is home to reef and bull sharks, like the one on the just-explained subscriber picks photo. Originally, the Blue Hole was a limestone cave that started to form about 150,000 years ago, 
Gradually, the water level rose, and the caves were flooded, and its roof collapsed, forming this unique hole. The hole, a UNESCO World Heritage Site, is a popular scuba diving spot made famous by Jacques Cousteau in the 1970s, who named it one of the best dive spots on the planet. Last year, Virgin billionaire Richard Branson went with Cousteau's grandson, Fabian, to the bottom of the chasm in a submarine. At the bottom, they found the bodies of two of the three divers who were thought to have gone missing in the hole. And that's it for the 10 most dangerous holes on planet Earth. Which of these places got your heart racing the most? Let us know in the comments below. And if you like this video, you should definitely check out our video on 12 most magical places in the world. Thank you. 
Mysteries in the world of dive from the deadliest dive sites on Earth to missing treasure in an African lake, from Japan's lost Atlantis to the most perfectly preserved wreck I've ever seen. This is deep and dangerous diving that will push me to my very limits. dangerous dive sites on Earth. The Blue Hole on Egypt's Red Sea coast is thought to have claimed over a hundred lives. There is something that's killing healthy, active, fit young men. We hit the ground and they start to convulse and bite. I've lost a friend in the Blue Hole. You just stepped in, and so many people have before, and the next thing anyone knew was they were doing a body recovery. So what is it that's killing dozens of divers in the prime of their lives? I've recruited some of the best deep divers in the business to investigate the curse of the Blue Hole. The Red Sea is one of the most popular dive destinations in the world. Once many are attracted by its fish and coral, Darmok on the eastern Sinai Peninsula has another irresistible draw. When I first got into diving 30 years ago, the one thing I heard about 
towards the blue hole of Delamar. This big echoing tomb that people went into and didn't come out of. That's the reason I'm here, is I want to solve that mystery once and for all. To start my investigation into the so-called curse of the blue hole, I've arranged to meet Dharma diving legend Tarek Omar. Tarek has been diving the blue hole for the past 20 years. How many people do you think have died in the hole? I've heard 40, maybe do you think it's more or less? It's over 100. Wow. Yes. A lot of people have gone in there yes. and not come out. Right. Tarek himself has recovered many of the bodies. He tells me of an ancient legend that some used to explain the curse. Uh, let me say that I gave her name is Shaheen, and she was in love with someone, and actually her family wanted to get her married someone else, and she suicide. Oh, so she jumped ball. into the hole. That's why her soul is still young, and she attracted. Now she's calling young men into the hole. <laughs> yes. I've been in Chicago because since 1994 I've been there as a young and as an old. And I never actually... Whether you choose to believe the legend or not, the curse of the blue hole has put Dharma on firmly on the map. I first came to Dharma 15 years ago, and even that recently, it still felt really remote and unsettled. But now it's just been developed unbelievable rate. And the reason is the blue hole is a beacon for divers and adventurers from around the world. The 30-minute drive takes you past a police checkpoint on the edge of town and out along a desert shore where camel trains exist along the old Bedouin trading route. the blue hole you can see this dark patch in the bay there and everything that's built up around it one of the most famous dive sites in the world great many people this is the last drive just stepped off the road there it is right there there's the road if i take a few more steps you can see i'm stepping into a 400 foot abyss if the legend is to be believed, it's here that the girl committed suicide, placing a curse on the blue hole. To start my investigation, I'm going to follow the most spectacular route into the blue hole. One that starts 200 metres up the coast. This dive is so popular that you have to wait your turn. Some of the divers in the group ahead of me look relatively inexperienced. But for the vast majority of visitors, this is where their big adventure in the blue hole starts. It's a 200 
simply to swim to the hole itself, along a stunning reef that drops sharply away. In places, you're looking down a 1,000 metre drop. For inexperienced divers, the sense of vertigo can induce panic. That can quickly turn into a life-threatening emergency as their breathing rate increases. Start to convulse and die. 
At Yuri's mother's request, Tarek dived down to recover the body and the camera, which had come to rest a hundred meters from the surface. To see the nurse and the doctor last day, he was alive, had taken, and today we see him just a body lying down on the floor while it's happening. People think, what I can see with my eye in the Red Sea, I can reach. Big mistake, because you can see up to 100 meters. You can see a long, long way, and it looks attainable. We think it's very easy, so it gives him a false uh, feeling of security. He stepped off, he came here and stepped off. Yes. What was his problem? After we recovered him and we saw the filming, I discovered that he was overloaded with the heavy equipment, and one of it, it's a quick release. So when we lost his policy because the compensator could not compensate his weight, nothing was going to stop him. So he would have been tumbling down an underwater cliff. This is what happened. If you saw the film, you see how he lost control. When he got to 80 or say 90 meters, we got to the bottom of the wall. Was there any way back? And suppose he had cut all the lines on him, suppose he had I don't think so. Plus, as soon as he closed the barrier of 50, 60 meters, now we're talking about oxygen toxicity. We talk about the, the, the stress, the narcotics, the toxicity, that's enough to kill you. How did you feel watching that video? It was the first time for us to see someone actually die in front of our eyes. I felt very sad because now I'm going to get the mom. She's going to live the rest of her life with her son die in front of her. Yes. And this is something I regret at this moment. I don't think any family deserves to see their loved one housing time. She see him struggling and dying. It's very hard. Why he did not listen to my, my advice? I've recruited a team of elite deep divers to help me fathom out what's luring so many people to their deaths. My support divers are cave and wreck diving specialist Rich Stevenson and Andy Torbett, an ex-para and underwater bomb disposal expert. Our main underwater cameraman is Dan Stevenson. And all of our dives will be supervised from the surface by one of Britain's most experienced expedition leaders. Kevin Gill. I've been diving for 30 years, but I've never been as deep as I'll need to go to investigate the curse of the Blue Hole. What's it going to take to get me into the hole? When you're diving, you're the last one team, you have the right equipment. However, the one thing that all that support around you can't control is your own psychology. Yeah, that's the biggest problem, is having the ability to, to know when enough's enough without fear that you're going to let people down. And that's why a lot of people do die in situations like this, because of ego. Or just push it back down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. up some more clues, I've arranged to meet Dr. Adol Taher. Before the Egyptian Revolution in 2010, his diver decompression chamber was the busiest in the world. He first dived here over 30 years ago when exploration of the Blue Hole was in its infancy. I came out feeling great, and I decided this is one of my favorite dive spots. I used to do it three times a week. And then we've had the first fatality. And it was somebody that I knew very well. By the time we arrived, there was another fatality. 
two of the friends went out to look for the body and one of them only came up. This unfortunately became a trend. Whenever somebody was lost, others that went searching for him, usually one, sometimes even two, would be lost within the next 48 hours. One of the keys to unlocking the curse of the blue hole is understanding its formation. 20,000 years ago, sea level was much lower, and this was a cave. And then the roof of the cave collapsed. Sea level subsequently rose to the level it is today, creating the extraordinary situation where someone can step off a sun lounger and fall straight into 400 feet of water. There are other blue holes all over the world, all formed in the same way. Between them, they've only claimed a handful of lives. So what makes the one at Daha different? I thought it was a first dive, it'd be good to actually get in on open circuit gear, normal dive equipment. I'm just going down to 40 meters, where hopefully I'll be able to see what all the buses are. is significant. For their own safety, that's as deep as recreational divers can go. But in the blue hole, there's something deeper that some divers find irresistible. from the surface, what was once the mouth of a dry cave now forms a massive underwater arch. This is what sets Darnold's blue hole apart from all the others, and what tempts so many divers beyond the safe limit of 40 meters. This is as far as I can go, but Andy and Rich are using more sophisticated equipment, which means that they can drop down to the arch. So what is it about the depth of the arch that puts divers breathing normal air in such danger? I need to understand what's happening to those who are lured down below the 40 meter limit. Sylvie Martin has been diving the Red Sea for over a decade. She has first-hand knowledge of just what can happen when you're tempted by the lure of the arch. You lose the control over your mind. That happened to me. I started to sing and I really didn't react at all. I was just watching my computer and I thought, oh, I'm sinking. And then I thought, okay, I have to do something. So I wanted to inflate my buoyancy control, but what I did, and this is what they told me later, I inflated. Yeah. So I was thinking down and down, and it was not in fear, it was thinking, I was thinking down, and so that. Do you have an idea what depth you got to? I think it was 64. And then uh, my buddy, he came, he just grabbed me and brought me back up to 25 meters, and then this is, was the depth I remember that what happened. Oh my god, I asked him what happened. He said, Who oh, I told me. 
So what sinister forces were at work in the arch? It's all to do with how gases behave under pressure. To experience this myself, I've come to meet John Parler at the Diving Diseases Research Centre in Plymouth. Here, they can recreate the effects of a deep dive by forcing pressurised air into a sealed chamber. Recreational divers breathe normal air, a mixture of oxygen and nitrogen. As we drop to 50 metres, the pressure that's causing the balloon to shrink also affects how these gases behave. At this depth, the air I'm breathing is six times as dense as it is at sea level. It even distorts our voices. I'm experiencing nitrogen narcosis. In diver's slang, I'm becoming narked. It's caused by pressurized nitrogen being forced into my bloodstream. You can get mild symptoms at 30 meters. But at 50 meters, as Sylvie Martin discovered, it becomes a major problem. John has set his simple task to spell the word underwater with magnetic letters. This would be no problem at sea level, but at the equivalent of 50 metres in a fog of nitrogen narcosis, it's difficult to think straight. I eventually get it right, but Dan, our cameraman, is also suffering the effects as he struggles to keep focus. I'm beginning to see how narked divers attempting the arch can quickly start to get things wrong. It might seem trivial in the chamber, but 50 meters underwater, bad decisions become critical. And the deeper you go, the worse it gets. Over 60 metres, oxygen itself becomes toxic. Every breath could be your last. If narcosis was the only problem confronting divers as they came face to face with the arch, many might just be able to push through. But that's only one of the life-threatening hazards they have to contend with. As you can see, that's a full body because we're in one atmosphere of pressure. As I descend through the water column, it gets compressed. It's an irresistible force of nature, a simple physics. And that's precisely what's happening to the inside of my body as well.
Every 10 meters I descend exposes my body and the bottle to the pressure of another atmosphere. divers who swim through it to use six times as much air as they would at the surface. And that means their tanks run out six times quicker. The problem is that that air source isn't just the air you breathe, it's also the air you put in your, your life jacket to make you float. So if you run out of air, normally you hold your breath. You've also got to try and thin to the surface because you're going to put air in your life jacket and be nothing there, and you just start sinking. But you must hit a point, you know, is this what happened to Yuri Lipsky, the diver who filmed his own death? To find out, I need to go beyond the safe limits of 40 meters and into a new and threatening world. One of the theories I've heard is that divers push down towards the arch, get confused, get their narcosis, and then see the lights coming in through the arch and think that that is the surface and head down and swim up. So I think that the idea is to try and dive deep and just see if you are getting sort of ingress of light and this inversion thing going on with the light at the bottom and the dark at the top. So another little piece, another fingerprint put together in this forensic examination of what's going on in this hole. So, while Dan and Rich from my support team are qualified to go down to the bottom of the hole in 100 metres, I can only go to 60. But that's deeper than I've ever been before. And if you want to know what 60 metres looks like, well, it looks like this. To go there, a special training that's taken my diving career to a whole new level. There are two types of kit available for divers. If I'm to dive the arch safely, I need to choose the right one. The first one is open circuits, self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Most of the divers who die in the blue hole are using a single scuba tank. With this system, as you breathe out, your exhaled air bubbles into the water and is lost. So your time underwater is limited by the capacity of the tank on your back. So what's the solution? The solution is to try and recycle that air so the exhaled air you're breathing, all those bubbles that disappear, you breathe them back into your system. So this is a rebreather. Left untreated, the carbon dioxide in your exhaled air would kill you. So the rebreather is fitted with a filter which removes it, so you can go deeper for longer. But even with a rebreather, things can go wrong. We've just finished running a simulated emergency to test our evacuation plan. And while we're all focused on Andy, our casualty, there's a genuine emergency unfolding. Dan, our cameraman, has had a problem with his rebreather and has been inhaling carbon dioxide that should have been filtered out. Dan just mentioned he wasn't feeling that good at the end of the dive. It's okay, we just put him on oxygen. And if that happens deep, it's a real problem. 
Uh, it's one of the things that really does scare rebreather divers is carbon dioxide. It's down at 30 meters. Of course, the boys will be going down to 100. And down there, a CO2 hit is a whole new, different problem. Um, very, very serious indeed. Is that slightly frightening thing, isn't it? Because you're 